and welcome. So glad you could join us as we begin to draw to a close on our study of the book of James. I'm really quite sad to begin at the end of this book. Um, yeah, I think perhaps in the past I've viewed it a bit as a slightly controversial book. You know, um, Martin Luther didn't think too highly of it because it didn't, doesn't, doesn't seem to speak a lot about grace and so on. It speaks very, it's very practical. But I think as we've seen going through it, it's just full of life and, and warmth and, and grace, as well as being very practical. So I've really enjoyed it. Uh, we're in chapter five. If you have your Bibles, do grab them. And uh, we are down to verse 14, quite a controversial verse for the, today. So let's pray. Need help here. Lord, oh, please help us as we study. Quite a challenging little verse here today. And uh, Lord, we, we, we thank you so much, Lord, that your word is true and trustworthy. And we come to it humbly, not thinking we've got all the answers, but trying to understand in the light of the whole of Scripture what you would say to us through it. So please speak to us this morning, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, we, we were looking, we were looking the last couple of days, that we took two days to do one verse. That's probably a new record for these <laughs> devotions. Um, really, the, it starts off with the all-encompassing all, all nature of, of prayer in the Christian's life. Verse 13, any among you in trouble? Pray. Anyone happy? Let them worship. What a wonderful way to walk with the Lord. Whatever's going on, you know, it's so easy, isn't it? Perhaps when things are going really well, to forget the Lord and not to, you know, hope you don't just pray when you're in trouble. Let there be conversation and worship in in the good times, as well as when we're under pressure. Okay, but now he gets more specific in verse 14. Is any among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they've sinned, they will be forgiven. Woo, okay. <laughs> so that's a bit challenging, isn't it? Um, I, I'm actually going to... Uh, a little outline I discovered by, uh, um, in a little book here um, written by... A guy called um, Derek Tidball. He was actually he was a, uh, a Baptist pastor, and then he was a lecturer at London Bible College, or LST as it is now. When I was there many many years ago, and he he's written a little book um, called Wisdom from Heaven, and he's used, he's got a little helpful outline on this verse that I'm going to I'm going to use. Give him the credit. I'm just using his outline here, and uh, he makes a few points from this verse. Firstly, prayer should be requested. That's fairly, uh, that's encouraging and straightforward, isn't it? And um, uh, it's, 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 it's a very common thing for us at, at Kings. People will, oh, please, would the elders come and pray for me? And um, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it, it, as we're going to see a bit further on in this chapter, it's not just the elders who pray for people. We'll see a bit more coming um, tomorrow. But um it, it should be requested and you know it, it, it um there's a little element of faith being expressed in the request isn't there oh i, I really would love prayer that's brilliant that, that, that may be as strong as the faith is wonderful 
um, and, and, and as elders, this is very much part of uh, what we're called to. Notice, it, um, shepherd the flock of God that's under your care. It's, it's not a nuisance. <laughs> it's not an inconvenience. It, it's, it, it's, it's part of what the Lord's called us to, to be watching and praying for one another. Uh, as elders, we also pray um, early in the morning on, on, a, on a Wednesday. We do a 6.30 prayer time each week we to, to, uh, to, to pray for church. And people will often say, to me, Could, would, would you pray for me as elders in your prayer meeting? Of course, of course, of course. So requesting prayer, please. <laughs> Let, let's not be too proud or whatever. There's something... Please, would you pray? Would the elders pray? So it should be requested. Secondly, his, um, this, th these prayers should be corporate. And I think what um, Derek's meaning there is that um, uh, in the New Testament times, the elders, and you already say it was plural, elders. Um, the reason that that point is being stressed is that it wasn't by, you know, as church history went on, it became very much a one-man ministry thing, and uh, the, you know that the the, uh, uh, the, the 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 power in the in in the person and in the sorry in the uh, uh, in the oil and so on. The, uh, and, you know, and, and that this is where the whole thing of praying for the dead occur, um, came from. The anointing with oil and so on, and the uh, the oil took on a significance and a supposed power, but. It wasn't supposed to have so it's the, there's this corporate thing it's it's not the the, the one special person that's the, the elders the fathers of the church coming to pray okay so that's it should be requested it's it's the elders um don't think it means they all need to go and pray but it's it's the fathers of the church not the one priestly uh, privileged person okay um the next point derek makes is the prayer should be expressive and I think that that's that, that's lovely, you know. Um, the, the, they, the the elders to pray over them um, and anoint them with oil. There's a praying over that that, that might mean a, a laying on of hands. A, a, a it's 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 expressive. It's it's reaching out. Um, and uh, I, I think that's that that's beautiful. It's it's the, 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 and and of course the the oil the. Um, the, the, the good Samaritan, he, didn't he, 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 he used wine and oil, I think, didn't he, to, 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 to heal the, the, the wounds. And I think oil speaks of, of soothing, but I think it also speaks of the Holy Spirit. The, the, you know, anointing with oil, it's, 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 there's nothing, as I say, sacred. It's not holy oil or anything like that. It's, it's, it's expressive. We're, we're laying on hands as the expression of, 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 of care. There's the expression of the Holy Spirit. There's the expression of um, of, of soothing. The it's beautiful. so it's expressive. I think that's what's going on there, not sacred. Okay, with particular power um, that crept into the church later on. So it's expressive. Um, and the next point that he makes is that it should be God-centered. It says there, uh, pray, anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. You know, yeah. Sometimes people can get very uptight about getting. What, 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 is there a formula for this to really happen? No, no, no. In the name of the Lord, it's 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 focused on the Lord. We're coming to you. We're praying to for you to you in the name of Jesus. Okay, so it's God centered. 
Um, fifthly, he said uh, the prayer should be faith-filled. As I say, re requesting prayer expresses something of faith. And then um, it says here in verse 15, the prayer offered in faith. Okay, so it's, we, 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 Lord, we're looking to you in this. We're trusting you in this. Okay, now we get to the tricky bit. Are you ready? And it says here, the Lord will raise them up. Right, so does that mean that in every instance they will be healed? Because it's quite clear that that doesn't always happen. Even in the New Testament, we find that, that, that we, there's not a miracle every time the church prayed. I, I pointed out some time ago when I was preaching, do you remember when Peter was in prison, uh, the, the church prayed, they got a miracle. But the verse before that, James, I forget who it was now, had his head chopped off. Might have been James, actually. Um, and so you th there is that challenge concerning healing. Um, yes, faith, Lord, we're looking to you. Little quote here from Alec Mateer on this. How do we understand these unqualified assurances concerning answers to prayer? We know from the word of God and uh, confirmatory evidence in our own lives that these promises are expressed as great affirmations, first to assure us of God, uh, 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 of the generosity of God. He is a, yeah, okay, who will withhold nothing from us that is good. And secondly, to assure us of the liberty of asking given to us, whereby there's nothing we can't ask. But one thing these promises do not imply is that God allows us to be stubborn in his presence and insist on thinking what on what we think is right so we can't say god you must do this yes god is generous yes god hears us yes god invites us but it doesn't mean we can be stubborn and insist what we think is right i might try and answer this a bit more tomorrow but lord thank you for your generosity thank you for this wonderful thing lord that we do pray for one another that we lay hands on people as as elders that, and that we do we see wonderful things we lord thank you so so much lord we don't fully understand when perhaps when someone isn't totally healed but that doesn't take away the fact that we acknowledge your kindness your generosity your faithfulness your goodness and your good plans for our lives so, Lord, please go with us. Lord, assure us afresh of your loving kindness towards us today as we walk into whatever situations we're facing. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. And uh, I'll try and round this off again tomorrow um, when we come back to this, this verse. Have a good day. Hope to see you tomorrow.